It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. As you guys are aware, Deion Sanders, you know, Deion Sanders, uh is turning into a public figure uh, unlike anything that I've seen in a very long time, and I'll tell you why. The reason I'm saying that is because Dion seems to represent so many different things to so many different people. On the one hand, he's a former professional NFL player, Hall of Fame NFL player. On the other hand, he's a college football coach, and he represents you know, a football team, the Colorado Buffaloes. So he has that role that he plays. On the other hand, he seems to be this magnet, this marketing genius, and he plays that role. And then he's also turning into, he also starting to develop this public persona with various people that love him and hate him for a plethora of reasons. I mean, if we follow the conversation surrounding Deion Sanders, for example, ever since his team got blown out by Oregon, it's been one thing has been about what the coach said for of Oregon, what he said about him. Then they've been talking about some of the things that Deion Sanders has been saying. They were talking about his impact on college. I mean, there's so many things. And when I sit back and think about it, I'm like, there's so many opinions about Deion Sanders right now. Another example, the thing that uh, some of the comments that Oregon's coach had to make, you had people like uh, Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp who found absolutely nothing wrong with it. Then you had a Skip Bayless who took it in a totally different direction. And they're still talking about the same person. So to me, it's such a multi-layer conversation. But nevertheless, there's still people out there that are unhappy with what Deion Sanders is representing right now, right? And one of those people um, is Jason Whitlock. We've produced about two or three shows discussing some of the things that Jason Whitlock uh, has been saying about Deion Sanders, and the vast majority of it has been insulting, has been extremely negative, and dare I say, in some cases, mean-spirited. Jason Whitlock has done everything from questioning the way Deion Sanders dresses, uh, his masculinity. He's even questioned his religious background. 
or foundation rather he's then even took taken it as far to question uh, to questioning his parents' style so what happened the buffaloes dropped that game in a very em embarrassing way and i knew one of the people that was going to capitalize on dion's failure in that game was going to be jason whitlock i already knew this going in ever since he lost he's been producing various shows about him but yesterday he produced a particular show that was aimed at Deion Sanders. And in this particular show, he comes in there and he starts to express his frustration at people who are still, for whatever reason, enamored by what Deion Sanders is representing and basically, he goes into this monologue of why he is sick and tired of what Deion Sanders is doing to the point where he's even upset at the way Deion Sanders conducts himself, even with the way that he dresses. I mean, is it, we're at this point with, with uh, Jason Whitlock. So what we want to do is we want to play some of his comments here. Not, not too much of it. We, we don't want to, um, you know, we don't want you guys to pass out from all of this nonsense that he's speaking. We want to play a little bit of it, and then we want to come back and react to what he had to say. Take a listen to what Jason Whitlock had to say here. The thing that's interesting to me, and I know me and you are going to disagree on this, I didn't actually have a problem with Dion after the Oregon game. I actually thought he handled himself well, except for one thing, when he said, beat me now. It's not about you. I'm with you all the way. It should be get us, get us now. He made it a little bit too much about himself, but in terms of the way he's handling this, He's the one guy that's not whining and crying the way Ryan Clark and the rest of these guys are. Steve, anytime a grown man comes into a press conference, and I'm talking about a grown man, wearing sunglasses, and you're in interacting with other people in the media, and you don't take those sunglasses off, that, that, that's you've already diminished yourself and already you're a kid. You're, it's WWE. It's wrestling. It, it's a show. It's a shtick. This whole deal of, of Ryan Clark, well, that's the way he's always been. Dion's just being himself. No grown man should try to conduct himself the same way at 56 that he did at 19 or 20 or 25 or even last week. You're supposed to evolve, and particularly as a leader. The, the, the whole primetime persona, he needs to leave that in the rearview mirror. And we need to quit defending. Well, he's always been this way. He's oh. always been over the top. And, and okay, you know what? I've been fat for a long time. Should people just say, oh, Jason, don't lose any weight. You've always been fat. No, get better. Do better. Jason, I will say this. There's a large part of what you say that I do not disagree with. But you know what? I like the WWE persona he's bringing to college football. I think he's actually made it a lot of fun. He's creating rivalries with everyone that he comes across. I, I've never actually been interested in an Oregon-Colorado game. Even when the programs, when both of them were at higher ebbs, if they would have played, and I think they played in a bowl game, the Cotton Bowl, like 20-some-odd years ago or longer, I didn't really care. Uh, I will say this. Last Saturday at 1230, that was the one game that we really focused on at Football Palooza. I actually enjoy what Dion is bringing because you either love him or you hate him. 
And we, you, I actually think the game needs more of that in its current form. I give him credit for that. He's well, made us care a little bit more. He has made it more interesting. But and, and so as a sports fan that wants to be entertained, he's made it more interesting. I, I'll give you that. As a person that, and, and this, I'm going to get into this conversation with Royce in detail. As a person that is allegedly modeling behavior that other coaches or other leaders should follow, and this, we've had RG3 and all the, you can be cool and be the coach. And, and, and modeling behavior for young black men or just men in general. This is not a good model of leadership. This is not a good model of discipleship. And there are too many kids because unless you have Dion's talent, running around with Dion's swagger looks real foolish on you. And do you know how many people have Dion's talent? One, Dion. And there won't, Travis Hunter doesn't have it. Shiloh doesn't have it. Shadour doesn't have it. He's not gonna recruit a player onto the Colorado team that has it. So it, it just doesn't work. And so all these, and, and I mean, it gets personal for me. And again, I'll have this conversation with Royce, but there's a bunch of young black boys that are being led to believe, yeah, swagger is what you need. And you need to be over the top and confident and cool. And that's gonna move you ahead in life. Humility is what we all need. Grown men, young men, old men, top babies in the womb, everybody, they need humility. And, and so I'll, I'll leave it there. But, and then the other thing that Ryan Clark, but I want to move on, but Ryan Clark, he's entitled to be this way. <sighs> Entitlement. Well, okay. He's entitled. No, he's not. And no one's entitled no. to be that arrogant. I, I'm just sorry. Jason, These are grown people. Ryan Clark's got kids. What? Go ahead. So you heard what Jason Whitlock had to say. You know, what, I, what I'm failing to understand is why Jason is so worked up over Deion Sanders. I don't know why he's getting so worked over this guy, worked up over this guy. I don't know. I don't know why it bothers him so much. I don't understand what his issues are with Deion Sanders wearing glasses and going as far as saying people, only people that are not serious will have a conversation with their glasses on. I'm like, why, why, why does, what, what does his glasses have to do with anything that he's doing as a football coach? I've never seen anything like that. He then goes on to call the man a kid. Jason Whitlock is a very interesting person. He will be insulting someone, but he disguises it as some type of truth. Like, no, it's not that I just insulted you. What I just said, what, what, what I just said was the truth. And if you take it as an insult, you shouldn't because it's the truth. How can you call a grown man. How old is Deion Sanders? Just let me find out. How old is Deion Sanders? Deion Sanders. How old is he? Deion Sanders looks like he's in his fifth. Deion Sanders is 56 years old. In that audio, 
he's calling the guy a kid. A 56-year-old man, four years away from being 60, he's calling the man a kid. Talking about what he's doing is childish. Talking about the fact that Dion has not shown any progression and maturity over his life, over his lifetime. Are you guys aware that Deion Sanders is a man, a married man, with five children? Five children. This guy is calling a married man with five kids a child. He's saying that this guy needs to grow up. He needs to become a professional. What do you mean become a professional? I thought Deion Sanders was already a professional. He came, he, he, he started his career as a football coach. I mean, as a, as a football player. He played in his 20s. Then as he gets older, he starts getting older, he becomes a father. He gets married. He starts having kids. He starts raising these kids. These kids are now at the point where they're now turning into adults. And then some of them find themselves on the way. Do you know how much of a fantastic job you have to do as a, as a father? To put your children in a position where they could possibly end up being just as successful or even more successful as you. The guy's talking about he's acting like a kid. The man has created a legacy for himself and he's putting his children in a position to succeed. And you're talking about this. You're talking about Deion Sanders needs, Deion Sanders needs to grow up. You know, some of the shows that, we, that we've been producing on Jason Whitlock. I've been reading this reoccurring comment, which is a lot of people believe that Jason is jealous of Deion Sanders, that he's jealous of him. And I never paid too much attention to it because it seemed like a generic comment. But the more I think about it, it's either there's some jealousy here or there's some type of resentment that's taking place here. This is beyond football. This is beyond sports. All of these things that are being said are personal. What you didn't see in the video, I mean, the audio that we played was that in the video, he was actually having physical reactions. Like he was genuinely bothered. Like he was, he was, he was his head was like this and he was curled up. I mean, he was visibly disturbed at Deion Sanders speaking, his voice, the things that he's doing. And my question is why? You look at a man that is extremely successful, almost successful at anything that he's attempted, at baseball, at football, now at coaching, and you're sitting there finding ways to tear him down, and it begins to make me feel like you're angry that you were not able to attain the level of success that this guy's attained. This sounds like a flat-out hater. It sounds like a flat-out hater to me. To me. And we're going to get to it in, an, in another show. But for, for Jason to be going so hard at Deion Sanders with all of the things that are happening, it's incredible. It's incredible why Deion bothers you to that point. You're not even critiquing him as a coach. You're now critiquing him as a person, as a human being. You're talking about, oh, you don't want kids to grow up and feel like he's a role my, my, my brother. My brother, man, listen. Listen. You would have more respect if you were a better role model than, than the person you're critiquing. You would have way more respect. 
The man, Deion Sanders is a very serious man. To be a married man with children, you're a very serious person. A father that takes care of, takes care of his responsibilities, that's a very serious person. A father that is present in their child's life is a very serious person. That ain't no play play thing. And to minimize that because you have some issue with him, some issue that I don't understand really, because we're st- we, we still haven't gotten to the to the to the crux of it, is 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 shameful to say that this guy's not an example. And all you can hold on to is he he wears hats and he wears glasses. The guy is a damn good father. If he ain't anything else, he's a damn good father. At least be in a position where you can say, let me show you my kids and my family and how I'm doing it and how you should be doing You're not even doing that. So where you feel like you have the basis to be critiquing him, to me, is just, to me, to, to me is, it, that's the part I can't even fathom. What basis do you have on this subject? It's like people without kids telling people how to raise their kids. Really? And you have no kids? You got a lot of audacity to do that. That's the quickest way to turn people off is to tell them how to raise their kids on top of the fact when you don't even have kids. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Uh, Let me get into this story here. We're still talking Deion Sanders because this is one of the more relevant things in sports to talk about these days. As you guys know, we're NBA channel uh, predominantly, and we've had some of our viewers essentially ask the question, hey, man, why aren't you talking about the NBA? Why aren't you talking about the NBA? And I'm like, what am I supposed to be talking about? I must be talking about Damian Lillard and the indecision that's taking place there at Portland. No one wants to talk about that. No one cares about that. At least I, I don't. I don't think our audience does. So I don't really think there's any news there. In the case of Deion Sanders, that's what's really moving the needle right now. I think that's where a lot of people's attention is uh, pointed towards. And it's just a remarkable story. Um, even though he is coming off of a loss, him and his team against Oregon, and there's, lot, there's been a lot of you know chatter around what happened or what took place after the game. We've all heard it. Various people are talking about it. Nevertheless, Deion Sanders still finds himself in a position where he's still pulling in a lot of people um, into college football. And actually, that's one of the things we want to discuss here today because this morning, I was doing some research, and I actually came across an article from uh, Front Office Sports that was basically talking about how Coach Prime in Colorado are actually changing college football uh, viewing habits and the way people are consuming football. As I said in one of the other shows that we produced recently, this is coming off of the heels of the loss that they had that they suffered to Oregon, where I was like, going into that game, that was the first college football game I had ever watched in my life. And my wife, who I think has never watched a football game ever, she actually sat down with me and we watched that game together now after the first half and she saw the blowout that was taking place she quickly lost interest she's like what are we doing here but nevertheless you know Dion and these guys are still able to bring in new viewers and really that's the article that i really want to focus on and really that's what this show is centered on but before we even get into that that article this video is brought to you by a brand new sponsor athletic greens ag1 is a convenient nutritional supplement with 75 vitamins minerals and whole food source ingredients that meet all of your foundational nutrition needs now here's a quick personal story that i think a lot of that that may resonate with a lot of you 
I went to college in Italy, and actually that's where I met the co-founder Dreamers Pro Marco. And at that time, I was eating healthy whole foods, I was exercising regularly, and I was in the best shape of my life. Then life happened. I stopped exercising regularly, I started gaining weight, because I wasn't able to exercise the way I used to and eat healthy the way I used to, because I was moving around to different countries. And before I knew it, I couldn't even recognize myself anymore. So for the last two years, I've been really trying to focus on regaining my health and getting back in tip top shape. However, the biggest challenge that both Marco and I are having right now is that although we try to get the proper nutrition and do the right things to stay in shape and to stay healthy, other commitments somehow get in the way of us doing this. And to be honest with you, we find it hard to get enough servings of fruits and vegetables and other types of healthy foods to ensure that we're taking the right vitamins and minerals that are vital for good health. So we both started to take one scoop of AG1 in the morning with cold water to ensure that we're getting all of the vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and fiber that we need in our diet to enhance our mental health, our physical health, and performance. And Marco, who's always skeptical about taking new nutritional supplements, found it to be reassuring that AG1 is used by top health experts and performers like Andrew Huberman and Lewis Hamilton. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com dreamers. That's drinkag1.com dreamers. Check it out. And remember, when you try AG1 by using the link in the description below, just know that you're supporting this channel. Thank you. So let me go ahead and get into what this article has to say here. It says, Coach Prime's College, uh, Coach Prime's Co Colorado changing college football uh, viewing habits. The Deion Sanders wave continues to lift all boats in college football, particularly those of TV networks. Despite the lopsided score, ABC's telecast of Colorado's 42-6 loss to Oregon on Saturday averaged 10.03 million viewers, according to Sports Media Watch. That made it the largest Nelson-measured college football audience of the season. According to ABC, the telecast peaked at 12.6 million viewers and marked the broadcast network's second best regular season game in the last five years. But NBC Sports uses different measurement metrics than ABC. According to Peacock, Peacock Network, its telecast of Ohio State 17-14 uh, win over Notre Dame was the most watched this season. The game averaged 10.5 million viewers, according to NBC, peaking at 14.2 million viewers. NBC said it's the most watched regular season it's the most watched regular season on any network since 2018 excluding Labor Day's holiday weekend and most watched on the network since the game of the century between Notre Dame and Florida in 1993. No matter how we slice it, they were they were the two most watched games of the season coach primes buffalo have appeared in four of the top seven most watched games this season noted sports media watch last year their highest rated game ranked 162 wow the interesting the interest around sanders and his resurgent program draws casual viewers who may not have previously consumed many college football uh, broadcasts Black TV households have also sh shown a surge of interest in Sanders, Colorado's dubbed Black America's team. Excluding Rivalry Week, Flora, uh, Flora Kelly, ESPN's vice president of research, tweeted that Saturday's 
marked the most watched regular season Saturday, uh, season Saturday in football uh, history. She estimated that nearly 12 billion minutes were consumed across all rated networks. Now, I want to piggyback off of that because I want to quickly go to some posts that I saw. Now, let me just reiterate that point. This post comes from Flora ESPN uh, Insights, excluding rivalry weekend. Saturday was the most watched regular season CFB Saturday ever with nearly 12 billion total minutes consumed across all rated networks. And another post that I want to quickly uh, react to here some sports media watch. It says Colorado now played in four of seven of the most watched games this season. Last season, their most watched game ranked 162. And here we have some of the ratings here of other games. We have Ohio State, Notre Dame at 9.98 million. You have CSU Colorado at 9.3 million. You had FSU uh, versus LS, LSU. That peaked at 9.7, 9.17 million. Texas, Alabama at 8.6. So you see all of the various teams that have been bringing in ratings, including including Deion Sanders' team. But let me tell you guys what I think is interesting about all of this. Let me tell you guys what I think is interesting about all of this. You see, the other teams that they were mentioning, these are, this article was mentioning, for the most part, those were established college fo uh, football uh, teams. In the case of Colorado, and this point should never be missed, and it can't be stressed enough, this football team had a one and I believe 11 record last season. One and 11. This season, they're already three and one. So I think a lot of the viewership uh, that is centered around this team and Deion Sanders, obviously Deion Sanders is a major star. It's a major draw. And this story uh, is quite unique. But I think people are also tuning in because this team is winning and it's surprising a lot of people. Now, they do have a pretty tough schedule uh, moving forward. And we're going to have to see how they're going to fare moving forward into, you know, playing these next opponents. I think they're going to be playing USC. That's their next opponent. And I think there's, I think USC's ranked number 10. And I think after the loss that Colorado just suffered, that dropped them down a lot of spots. But nevertheless, I still think a lot of people are going to be tuning in to watch. And that's what makes this interesting. Because you rarely see people interested in watching a team regardless of whether or not they're winning or losing. Even the New York Knicks. Even the Knicks. Right? People don't even tune in to watch the Knicks, although they always sold out somehow in New York City, but it's New York City. They don't even tune in like that because the Knicks don't win. The only thing I see similar to that in the NBA is the Lakers. The Lakers are always a story, regardless if they're winning or they're losing. And even if they're a 500 team, People are always trying to figure out what's happening with the Lakers and LeBron James and these guys. That's the only team in the NBA, really. And even at that, <clears throat> you see it bothering a lot of people in sports media like Charles Barkley and these guys always complaining, man, the Lakers suck. This is when they were bad, obviously. The Lakers suck. The Lakers suck. Why are we always putting them on TV? You see Kendrick Perkins and these guys complaining about them. But in this particular case, people just want to see what happens every time they play. It's like an event, and that's quite unusual. So to me, I'm going to be glued to my television. I'm going to probably watch every single game they play this season because I want to see if they win. I want to see what the storylines are going to be about that. And if they lose, I want to see the storylines around it. I'm sorry. Uh, for whatever reason, I'm hooked to it. And I guess this is how 
uh, people become fans of certain teams. I guess it happens at one point, and uh, this team now is starting to gain a lot of support. And funny enough, um, this program, this team is also getting a lot of support in, in Boulder, Colorado. I recently watched a video from O'Shea Duke Jackson's channel. If you don't know who he is, check him out. And he was talking about all of the local support that Deion Sanders is getting from the locals there, but also all of the revenue that's being injected into that community, given all of the people that are now coming into that community to patronize it. This is something that people don't discuss. Deion Sanders is a money printing machine. He's a money printing machine. And you better believe ESPN, Fox Sports, ABC, all of these guys are there because Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment.
AG1 is a convenient nutritional supplement with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that meet all of your foundational nutrition needs. Now, here's a quick personal story that I think a lot of that, that may resonate with a lot of you. I went to college in Italy, and actually that's where I met the co-founder Dreamers Pro Marco. And at that time, I was eating healthy whole foods, I was exercising regularly, and I was in the best shape of my life. Then life happened. I stopped exercising regularly, I started gaining weight, because I wasn't able to exercise the way I used to and eat healthy the way I used to, because I was moving around to different countries. And before I knew it, I couldn't even recognize myself anymore. So for the last two years, I've been really trying to focus on regaining my health and getting back in tip top shape, However, the biggest challenge that both Marco and I are having right now is that although we try to get the proper nutrition and do the right things to stay in shape and to stay healthy, other commitments somehow get in the way of us doing this. And to be honest with you, we find it hard to get enough servings of fruits and vegetables and other types of healthy foods to ensure that we're taking the right vitamins and minerals that are vital for good health. So we both started to take one scoop of AG1 in the morning with cold water to ensure that we're getting all of the vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and fiber that we need in our diet to enhance our mental health, our physical health, and performance. And Marco, who's always skeptical about taking new nutritional supplements, found it to be reassuring that AG1 is used by top health experts and performers like Andrew Huberman and Lewis Hamilton. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash dreamers. That's drinkag1.com slash dreamers. Check it out. And remember, when you try AG1 by using the link in the description below, just know that you're supporting this channel. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.